pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Kelek Adkalar, the cleric wizard. I am Chris Trott, I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elanastio, and I am a high elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a guardian paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a wild elf barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an air ganassi, and she is a hexblade warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor, D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons tool set. Create your free account and speed up your campaigns today. Last time on High Rollers... The party travelled to the settlement of Yamalotai, an orc settlement out in the Sea of Broken Stars. There, they rescued the settlement from an attack by Sahagan and various sharks. After dispensing with the Sahagan and some interesting choices in battle, mainly from Sentry, who uh, <laughs> floated down to the sea, the party dispensed these to Hogan and met with two figures who had been protecting the town, Wavelord Jawani, uh, who is the orc uh, leader of the settlement of Yamalotai, mm. as well as Baroness Erin Coralsong, a triton uh, noble of the underwater realm of King Tr- uh, Tidesilver, the triton ruler of the seas of Erois. Whilst there, they met with several other citizens of Yamalotai as well, especially Lentz, who is a triton salvager of uh, Court of Shadows goods, as well as um, Starborn Alliance and Solvin relics. Mm. Um, and he had a number of wares to display, but sadly, none were purchased, including a Solvin shield. Not yet. Uh, not yet. However, after speaking with Wave Lord Jawani and Baroness Erin Coralsong, the party have been informed that over the last three weeks, the Sahagan have become extremely aggressive all across the seas of Erois, and specifically, the people of Yamalotai have been besieged by a force that has been seen with remnants and pieces of Court of Shadows armor and weaponry, and that they have become far more aggressive. Um, Baroness Erin uh, Coralsong was specifically sent here to investigate a settlement called the Twilight Corals nearby that had gone silent and that nobody had heard from in some time. And she has requested the party's aid in investigating the settlement and then putting a stop to the Sahagan attacks by eliminating their high priestess. Mm-hmm. That is where we begin today. Very cool. You have had water breathing cast upon you oh, yeah. um, by Wave Lord Jawani, which lasts for 24 hours. You left Yamalotai about, mm, about an hour and a half to two hours ago, um, having travelled about 50 miles um, via the airship to the region uh, of uh, the sea where the Twilight Corals is located. Uh, Baroness Erin Coralsong has informed you that the settlement itself is deep below the waves and you will need to swim down to investigate it. Uh, I believe that 
The last thing that had happened is Nova, Nova Vija, um, had attempted to speak with the Eterna known as Helios that is accompanying you on the airship um, to seek his aid or his protection on your mission. Uh, but he had informed Nova that he wanted to hear from the rest of the party um, if they wanted him to come and their reasons for wanting him to come along as well um, uh, before he made his decision. So you have a choice. You can either just crack on or if any of you want to go and speak with Helios, now would be the time to do it. Uh, could I quickly do a clarification as well? Of course, I've had a lot of questions about this. Uh, sure. When I got back from the one shot, I used the coin mm. yes. uh, to replace from Lady Duskwillow. Uh, yes, to replace one level of bard with one level of wizard. You did a lot do that. of people have been asking why I've been introducing myself as a cleric wizard. That's why. Uh, so I just basically hard swapped uh, bard for wizard. And we did that because you weren't really enjoying bard. It didn't really make sense for your character. It gave anymore. me a lot of spells I could get as a cleric. So it was yeah. kind of it felt very redundant. Yeah. Whereas wizard feels very cool and gives me access to new interesting. Well, things. and you have you have a reason to level wizard up as well. There are things that yes. you want from high level wizard as well. Yeah. So that is just a pure. Yeah, making it for fun. <laughs> it's it's for fun. It's you know so Tom can enjoy the character. And, and that was in the one shot that they did in PAX. Yes. So yeah. Which is available on that, YouTube. It's on our YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. So, there you, so go. there you go. That's a little clarification for yeah. you. There you go. That's what Quill is now. Cool. Cool. So yeah. So uh, the the airship hovers perhaps you know a few meters above the water. Um, you can hear waves kind of like you know as the tide surges, the occasional wave kind of just kisses the bottom of the airship. Um, but otherwise, it hums, hovering in place. Uh, and the crew just go about their business. Araya and the rest of the crew are just uh, working. Do we want to show off the ship? By the way, um, I think we, we do. Can, we can attach the mast. Uh, yeah, the mast first. So we now have. A massive, I want to say miniature. That's all we have, that's it. That's you that's Sid might be able to switch to the other camera the as well. airship. Oh, okay, thanks Sid. So uh, get, trying to get on. Really good there shot it there, is. Tom. That's great, that's brilliant. So really you got like the front bit. Oh, yeah, front you should probably hold it there. Hold so it. for podcast listeners, we bought, what, what ship is this? This is the Literal. Fallen Star, I think it's called. The by Fallen Wizkids. Star. I really like the Griffin. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so Dragonfall. Uh, airship, or well, a ship that we will hope to customize to look more like the airship. Yep. Um, that we can use for battle maps and things like that. Yep. Isn't that cool? Look how big it is, by the way. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's massive. It's not Brilliant. quite the, cool. the design of it, but it's, it's a shape. Yeah, the, the deck is about yeah. the same, but the actual like sails and the design and stuff isn't quite right. And it's we, a beast. We're gonna, it's yeah. still freaking cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you know the best thing, Tom, is you can take all of your player characters off that, and then we can put the ship to the side because we're not going to be using it. We're today. not actually using it. Today. <laughs> so there so we go. It can the stay edge. there. Cool. I mean, it, it can do, but it will block the rest of the map when we come to. Oh, you can like. And everything open opens up. up. It's very, very cool. You can take off the stairs. You can open up yeah. the portholes. Okay, it's not a product <laughs> review. So there you go. That's uh, stairs are gone. That's the ship we've got. Right. That should make. <laughs> Should make ship combat a lot cooler to look at and a lot cooler to play yeah. as well. It's really cheap. It's, it's very not. cheap. Right, put it all, but come on, take your characters off and put it all back. There you go. Um, and tell me what you're doing. Yeah. I think uh, Sentry probably speak to Helios. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Sentry goes and find Helios. Um, he's probably on the very prow of the ship, um, just looking out over the water. His big lion, leonin uh, form, um, just kind of glowing softly in the afternoon sun. I'll oh, do the same, handy. but okay. before that, I would have got on my pajamas instead. Oh, so you put God. your pajamas on. But we're about to go 
underwater. Yeah. Okay. I didn't bring a swimsuit, so uh, this is the <laughs> next best okay. thing. Are your, they silk? Your pajamas, yeah, they're like silk and pink with like stars on them or something, yes. I remember. They're yeah. very classic. Yeah. I'm not wearing the hat though. They're okay, so no hat but pajamas, like little silk pajamas. Okay. So uh, whilst, well, whilst Lucius is getting changed, um, I'm assuming Sentry makes her way over to yeah. speak with Helios. Uh, yeah, you find him at the prow of the ship. Um, cool. And he probably is just looking out on the waves. Okay. Um, I'll just give him a little tap on the shoulder. Yeah, you, you can feel that, like, being an Eterna, he's like a, an embodiment of energy. There is a physical form there, but it's not like a solid creature. Okay. It's, you tap him and it, you don't quite, like, put your hand through him like a ghost, but you can feel that it's just energy. Like, it's not like a hard substance. Okay. Um, and he turns to you. Ah, you are the Guardian Sentry, yes? That's correct, yeah. I believe... Uh, uh, I'm assuming you have come to speak with me after your friend, the Ganassi, informed you of uh, my desire to speak with people. Yeah. Um, we'd really need you down there, Helios. Um, you seem capable sorts. Oh, I'm not underwater. I'm, I'm not good underwater. <laughs> it slows me down terribly. Why do you think that I would be any different? You're... Do, would, do you act differently underwater? Does water have any effect on you? It is important to remember that as an Eterna, I am not a living creature in the same sense. I can make myself appear in this form to make it easier to speak with you people here on Oroes, but this is not what I am meant to be. I am a being of living energy. Um, I can take... Uh, I can change my form, but not in a, in a way to become anything that you would recognize as a creature. My duty as a guardian, as a protector, Turner, was to basically act as a shield, as a barrier between my people and harm. I did this, and he kind of gestures up. In the world beyond this, in the dark space, it is like I simply, I simply will myself to be a barrier. Here it is, it's not the same. I do not fight. This is what I tried to explain to your Ganassi friend. I am not a fighter. I am a protector. Well, like me then. You are a protector? Well, I try to be as best as I can. How so? Well, I'm very much try to protect my friends when they're in combat. I'm Why do you do this? Because they're my friends, and I wouldn't like to lose though. Wouldn't like to lose another set of friends again. Like you speak of lose another, this implies that you have lost people before. Yes? I have, yes. Mm. When Starbane attacked Solvin mm. many, many years ago, Solvin sunk beneath the waves, and I lost everybody. Everyone that I loved, everybody I cared for, everyone that gave me anything good in this world, they've gone. But I found new hope with my new friends and all these new adventures we've been on, I'd very much like to keep them around as long as I can, which is why I protect them. <laughs> mm. Your people, the Guardians, you were created here on Erois, weren't you? We were, yes. And yet you still believe in defending this place? Even oh. though you were used as soldiers, as weapons? Well, as best as I can. It's the only thing I know how to do. Mm. It's what I was made to do. If I, if I have nothing else to do, then what else am I good for? I feel that you and I are more similar than the others, if nothing else. I, too, was created to protect and to fulfill a purpose. And I, too, have lost people in the war against Callus and his forces. Mm. This is something that your Ganassi friend does not seem to understand. She... I have... I do not know her well, but she carries around Tiangong, and she is curious in Tiangong in the same way that Alessandra was. They see us as subjects, as things to study, as... Uh, 
tools, perhaps? Uh, I believe there's a bond there, though. They trust each other and they, they act like, together as if they're one being. Mm. It's, it's, it's impressive. It's, it's amazing to see. Um, Lucius, you probably arrive at about this point. Hello. Thank you if you convinced Helios to come along. Oh, we're just we're having a little, a little chat. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you are Lucius, if I remember the name Yes, correctly. Captain Lucius, Virian, Elowen, Elanastro, at your service. You are one of the original elves of Eroes, yes? You are the... No, no, I'm not that old. I mean, Do I look it? I mean as in that your, your kind, your people are... Descended. The prime race, yes. So it's kind of a loose to say so. these things. Mm. Why, why should I help you and your crew, Captain Lucius? So far, from what you have told me, you are perhaps involved in a great many things that could cause great danger to Aroas. Yes, but I think uh, the bigger threat's out there, and we're trying to be the protectors to stop that, you know? Yeah. Do you... You say this, but do you... Do you truly understand this threat. Your guardian friend here, I believe, does. She fought against Callus, and he, she has seen the kind of armies he can bring, but do you truly understand what that means? To Absolutely say that you... not. I don't have a clue, and I'm terrified, so I'm glad I have you and Sentry around to guide us. Hmm. I appreciate your honesty, if nothing else. Yes, uh, if it weren't for these pajamas made of silk, there would be stains. And do you understand that I am a protector? Eterna, that I do not attack, I cannot kill your enemies, I will not harm other living beings for you. You understand this? Well, yes. Uh, in, in fact, Sentry is a protector as well, and we probably need more protection. We're the ones that do all the attacking anyway, mm. so someone to defend us would be very useful. Mm. But, you know, I just thought it'd be interesting because it's underwater. I would like sentry to make a persuasion check but with Lucius you may also make a persuasion check because um, I feel that you are lending credence to some of the things that sentry has said and I know that you are very persuasive <laughs> uh, not Matt won! <laughs> Eight. Eight or seventeen jammies yeah. <laughs> okay Helios Helios turns to sentry I will make this agreement with you sentry guardian I will assist you in your desire to protect others. Okay. This is no means a agreement between us. This is temporary. Yeah. If I fear that you do not have the interests of your people at heart, if I feel that you step away from the beliefs that I think that you and I share, I will no longer aid you. Do you understand? That's very fair. Thank you. Then very well. Then I will travel with you as to assist you in your duty of protection. And he reaches out and places a hand on your shield and his form dissipates into a small orb. It impacts with the shield, which begins to softly glow golden. And then around your collar and neck, this kind of mane of like fur and a wow. long golden cape begins kind of spilling out um, and just remains locked in place. This kind of softly glowing mantle and cloak that billows out, kind of overlapping your existing cape. Um, uh, you can go on D&D <laughs> Beyond um, and under items you can find Helios's Blessing, I think it's called. Oh, dang. That's badass. I don't think we're going to start this episode yes. with that. Well, well, well. It's cool. I think that's what I called it anyway. Let me check. That's very cool. Well, Helios is a grump. 
Man. He is a grump, yeah. He's, he's grump. absolutely a grump. Why he's a cat. Work? Uh, he's a cat. Hey, no, he like knocks things over. <laughs> I was about to defend that, but no, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Helios's blessing, yeah, it's called. It's an item. You know what we don't need to do? It shouldn't require attunement. Go back to Lance cool. and buy that shield now. He's got a loser shield. He's got a loser nerd shield. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, did Sentry passively skin and wear Helios? <laughs> I think that means you don't quite understand what an Eterna yep. is. So your AC should have increased by one. Whoa. Um, so the other, so the main thing is, is it's plus one to your AC and saving throws. So that's just generic benefit. You have plus one AC and saving throws. What's your AC now? However, in addition, Sentry, and this is why you were the right person. You were the right person to speak to Helios. Any ability that allows you to protect other creatures from harm, such as the protection fighting style or a paladin's aura, has its range increased by five feet as long as Helios's blessing is with. So your auras and your protection fighting style increase by five feet. So So you guys have plus two on saves, around ten feet, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. And then your protection fighting style is normally creatures within five feet of you, it's now creatures within ten feet of you. Nice. So Nice. Nice. Sentry! Sentry! You killed Helios and wore it. <laughs> nice. I skinned the cat and wore it. Yeah, there's this, a slight, strange visual element of that as yeah. well. Of like, it does look like she has like Helios's great lion mane is now like around Sentry's shoulders. Um, Lucius is taken back. It's like a very Hercules kind of like wearing the pelt kind mm. of vibe. Uh, I'm not sure what just happened, but you seem to be wearing Helios now. You, you hear this? Uh, you do hear a disembodied voice of like, I have provided my blessing to Sentry Guardian. And I am still here. I can still hear you. You should be aware. Are you talking from the fur or the... The essence. The magical energy. Remember, that is what I truly am. Essence. Indeed. I've never worn another person before. I have. It's weird. It's weird. I've worn an Eterna before. Do you say that out loud? No. I don't. Know. Too soon. Hashtag too soon. Um, here. While this is going on, um, Quill, Quill, Ayla, and Nova, um, Erin, Baroness Erin, probably approaches you and is like, "Right, are you all ready?" Uh, yep. I think so. Do you know? How are you going to be all right down there? No. Do you know how far <laughs> down we're actually going to have to go? From if we're where we, I think we are, I mean we're probably going to be travelling for a good while, about an hour. Oh. But with Jawani's spell, it shouldn't be any different to a, a hike in some ways. Okay, uh, and do, are we going to need lights? Are we going to need? Well, the twilight corals are—they're mm, not too far down where it gets dark, but light will help. It will be quite dim down there for you if you can't, you know, see in the dark. Uh, are we all met up again? Or is it At the moment, that she's just talking to these yeah. three, but you, you and Sentry and Helios can join in a second. Fine. Yeah. Um, she's just like, yeah, it could be a little dim down there. Um, most of these waters are pretty calm, so you won't need to worry about any strong currents or swimming around. Most of you lot, though, uh, you might find that you're a little slower to move down there, and certainly there's certain fighting stars that you land as, well, you're not used to fighting down there, so you might need to just adjust how you fight. Mm. Not sure how, well, I think most of you, apart from you and uh, your guardian friend, appear to be more spellcasting types, which should be fine. Um, I'm not used to fighting wherever I am. Oh, you'll be all right then. Just uh, remember you'll probably be a bit slower moving around. Great. <laughs> Are um, you slower underwater, even if you? Yeah, because I, I can really hold my breath. I'm yeah. not like, I'm, not, I'm an air, not a water. Not a if she was water ganassi, yeah. she'd be fine. Yeah, if I were water ganassi, I'd be like, woohoo! 
of zoring around like Prince Sidon. Yep. Who else can move underwater a quick century? Is it just me? Just you. you. You're the only one with you and you and Erin have a swim speed. Yes. Um but she looks over and is like, yeah, if you've got any more preparations, I'd, I recommend you do them now. We'll head down to the corals, uh, find out what's happened down there, and then from there, we'll move on as we need to. Now, and I, then, yeah, you guys arrive at this point. I did swimming class back on Gusthaven. It's very important to do stretches first and also to stay very hydrated because you can't drink the water around you. It's okay. very salty. Okay, and okay. Probably full of poo. Uh, Okay. Yeah. You'll get crampies in your leggies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, do you have any idea what we might see? Sentry has a golden fur cloak around her, and her shield is glowing, by the way. It... Is that... Did you... Helios is coming! <gasps> Just because you were going to continue that conversation, I think Quill would go like... Hmm. I mean, yeah, my perception... I, I can probably see that. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Um, Thank you so much, Helios. Th- thank you. I have agreed to help your guardian friend as their desires m- match my own. That's fair. I'm just happy to have you along. Mm. He doesn't. He just goes. Mm. He is a grump. Mm. <laughs> He's still not sure about you. Fun. He's not sure yeah. about any of yeah. us, as really. Per our agreement, yeah. Sentry. He likes Sentry. Yeah. Everyone likes Sentry. <laughs> oh, I had a shield. Breeze doesn't. No, who doesn't? Breeze doesn't. Mm, yeah. He's a dick though. Speaking of shield, do you have the uh, barrier ring? <laughs> I look at my hands. I hate you all. Obviously. Yes. Good. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, just remember. Remember to use that. Please. <laughs> just please, for the love of God, use do it. it. Whilst you are doing some admin, I'm going to remind you of some things with regards to water-based combat, right. by the way. Water-based combat? Yeah. Ooh. Anyone with a swim speed, you're fine. If you've got swim speed, which is pretty much Ayla, you can just act as normal, right? Where does it say if you that? Don't, it will be under your movement if you have a don't swim speed. Don't use like um, if you don't have a swim well, speed, basically you move at half speed. Every foot of swimming costs you two, like, feet, two feet of your movement speed. So cool. just imagine that you're at half so speed. You right? He just challenged me going, where is it? Where well, is no, it? I was just wondering where I was. I got there, a flight speed. Right, you gain off. resistance to lightning damage and you can breathe underwater. You also gain a swimming speed of 30 feet. There you go. Yeah. Um, if you don't have a swim speed, your melee attacks are at disadvantage unless you use certain weapons, which is basically any kind of thrusting weapon. So a dagger, short sword, spear, trident, javelin, you can use all of those in melee fine. Okay. Um, mm. The ship has enough crew where, like, Sentry, if you want to, say, like, can anyone lend me a spear? Like, Kamala, somebody, like, one of the beast crew probably is like, yeah, I've got a spear, and they can give you a spear, basically. Um, or a really, short sword. a real dud weapon, though. Like a it's not a magical weapon, it's okay. just a normal weapon. Or a short sword would probably be the most common as well. They can give you, a like, a gladius-style thrusting sword. Cool. Um, what if I use Tiangong as a throwing disc? So any ranged weapon yeah. will automatically miss at its long range. So if you throw it over its short range, Slow, it just misses. Just it's just like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So generally, anything past 30 feet, it's not going to hit. Yeah. What about um, a hammer? Huh? A hammer. Hammer would be a bludgeoning weapon. It would be slow Full to swim. Thing. Yeah. Mm. Physics, so does that yeah. affect mine if I have... You have a swim speed. 
so it doesn't affect me. For some reason, doesn't affect you. Yeah, Even though yeah. you, just because yes. you're like really good at swing, I guess it's kind of like Aquaman, where you can kind of you, you're magically manipulating the water around you, so you can like spin and stuff. It's stupid. No spells are affected, right? Uh, fi- right. So magic is unaffected unless fire. you can't breathe. But as long as you have water breathing on, you're fine. You can cast and speak and everything else. Um, but any creatures fully submerged in water have fire resistance, so fire spells will be less effective right. underwater. What about lightning? Uh, so lightning, um, there is no like surface. Yeah, there's no rules for lightning underwater. Like it isn't any worse. So I'm not going to make it like you can just use lightning as normal. Okay. So if I use a shocking grasp, it's not going to kill me. No. Okay, it's, cool. it's on the surface. Maybe that like right. physic in physics in real world physics that probably doesn't make sense. But in D and D, there's no rules for it. So I'm not going to try and make so my own. I'm just going to follow win, this. Win 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 for Ayla. Win 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 win. A win win. And then a couple more wins. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Erin is just like, if you've got any questions about the Sahogan or Tritons, ask me. Uh, um, well, actually, I mean, they managed to dispatch a giant shark and yep. multiple priestesses and other yes. things. Are we expecting worse down there? I suspect that it depends. Um, if they fortify the Twilight quarrels, Corals, then yes, probably. Cool. Um, but I imagine that they've mainly come from the ravine, the, the cold light depths nearby. Uh, that's probably where we'll meet more Sahorgan resistance. But I want to investigate the settlement first. My people are there, and I suspect that there's probably not much left, but I need to know what happened. Okay. Okay. Any other creatures that you think they might have... Well, Sahogan have a natural affinity with sharks, but they're also... um, We've known them to work with other underwater creatures before, so sometimes uh, there are... There's like a slave race called Mero, which they sometimes work with. Quite large, quite brutish, a little unintelligent, but uh, the priestesses can somewhat control them and manipulate them. Um, Quite brutish, uh, dangerous combatants, but they're pretty dim. Um mainly sharks, but also uh, there's razorfish, which we might encounter. They're more of a natural hazard deep beneath the waves. As long as you're not bleeding, you should be alright. They're drawn to blood. So as long as you're not heavily bleeding, you should be okay. Now, let's just make it absolutely clear. Yeah. Baroness. Yes? Extremely adept at fighting capable that we saw. Uh, Well. Not joining us. I know I'm coming with you. Oh, good. Absolutely. Oh, no, of course I'm coming with you. This yes. is, these are my people. It's my mission. Excellent. No, I'm absolutely coming with you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trained in combat, and I know a few spells, um, but... You, you know. seem to hold your own. Well, I can try. Uh, but, yeah, obviously, let's all work together mm-hmm. um, and do our best. And uh, hopefully, yeah, if you're interested in whatever the Sahorgan are up to, then we'll get to the bottom of it. Sure. Can I use my messenger ring and just suddenly become really interested in the ceiling? Sure. And then just be like... If they're with the Court of Shadows, there might be more Eterner, similar to Night Frost. Um, so we should keep an eye out for that. Why don't we ask Helios if he can sense it? Or Tiangong. Helios can speak, right? I didn't know if you guys wanted to talk about this with people. I'm so confused, so I'm just limiting it to messenger rings for now, so you don't shout at me. I mean, if you detect anything, let us know through the messenger. I'm pretty sure Helios will let us know. Awesome. Yeah. You've all gone quiet again. Are you all right? All right. <laughs> totally this fine. This ceiling's really Gearing up for uh, swim. Is, right. um, is silk a good choice for underwater? Terrible. No, probably terrible. Yeah, worst. Yeah. Any kind of loose flowing fabrics you want to try to bind up. You want to keep yourself as aerodynamic as possible. I don't have anything else. It's gonna then be take really it off. Weird. It's very cold down there. 
I mean, it will be. The water breathing might protect you a little bit, but these are pretty temperate waters. We're kind of at the, the midpoint of Erois, so oh, we're at the... How deep are we going? Pretty deep, but not deep enough for it to get too cold, I don't think. Do I have to pop my ears? Mm, for the Twilight Corals, no. If we have to go deep into the ravine, we should definitely will need to think about um, depth a little bit more. Okay. Um, what's the identifier for the High Priest? She'll look similar to the others, but she'll probably have more um, iconography on her. Right. Um, also, she'll be very powerful. She'll probably have quite a lot of uh, Sahorgan and Mera around her. Um, I imagine that she'll probably be in the ravine. She'll be in like their nesting caves, I imagine. Right. So we need to go down there and find out. Okay. Nesting caves. Uh, Birdman. Can't remember your name. Quill, thanks. Quill, sorry. Uh, maybe stick close to your gardening friend, because I noticed that you're going to... You're a bit limited on momentum down there. That, yeah, no, I am. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. I'm going to stick to Sentry, basically. All right. As, a, as an emergency, and she holds up her trident, as an absolute emergency, I can, I can summon forth some creatures to get you out of danger if you need to get out, if you need to get to the surface quick. They can, I can fly swimmers up? Yeah, I can summon a few, uh, a few of my friends, so sea friends, to swim you up. How many of us will you be able to... I think I can summon about four dolphins. <gasps> right, okay, okay. They're magical, they're not real dolphins, um, and they'll last about an hour. I've heard of dolphins! You're not... Oh, right, yeah, you landwalkers probably wouldn't have seen any before, right? So, okay. Well, yeah, I can summon some dolphins if we need to. I can't wait. Sure. That's a that's bit incredible. of a... Like, that's if, like, for some reason you can no longer breathe, or if you get in trouble, then that's our, that's our quick exit. That's all right. Can I see now? No, I can only summon them once a day. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm really excited. I just grew up reading about them. They're my favorite animal. Yeah, landers are weird. I drew a lot of reading pictures. You've never seen a dolphin before? No. You're crikey. I'm an agonassi. Strange. Have right, and then she animal? just jumps into the water. She just dives off of the side of the boat. Oh. Three-point dive. Is that oh, Start swimming. Is, is that our dive? Where are we going? Yes. Ayla. <laughs> Splashes straight in. Okay, that's can, definitely can we roll for dives? <laughs> Sure, you can roll for dives. Anyone <gasps> yes. like yeah, like these two are pretty proficient, I'd say, like doing a like a nice performance or uh, this would be acrobatics, I think, for a dive. <laughs> Natural twenty So yeah, Nova does this quite do you actually try and do a dive or are you just like and then just jump in? I'd probably I'd probably actually yeah, have swimming lessons, so I'd probably I'd probably do a proper do a like fancy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do like a full night plus point dive. Acrobatics. Yeah. I got eight. Sentry just sort of like throws <laughs> herself in, just walks off. But the weight just kind of like the armor and like the shield just kind of rolls her oh. over, and she just belly flops Have in. Have you seen that video of like the mum and the two kids by the side of the pool? And the mum dives, the kid next to them jumps in, and then the baby just goes boom, yeah. like oh yeah, 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 yeah. He just like tumbles. This in. is like yeah. this. Very much that. What did Lucius? I am double checking with Araya and Kalara that everything's okay and leaving yeah. the ship. Araya's like, it is fine, Captain. We will be fine. Good. Uh, we'll remain here. I will take the airship a little bit up, but if you need help, just signal us and I'll bring us down. I hand in my folded pajamas. Oh! Are you now she just naked? Oh. bag. No, I've got, He's got pants tiny on, pants on, yeah. which have an embroidered L on the front. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you have your focus, your arm. The arm focus is on. Yeah. All the, like... Okay. The useful things are yeah. on. Okay. So you've kept your magic items. Do you have like How a bag you... for like your other equipment? Like I have a satchel. You have your sa- so you have a satchel, the arm, and then pants. What's your arm? Do you have Amazing. no armor? I guess it's a sorcerer. AC. Yeah. It's sorcerer. Base. 
So I got a 12. Yep. Okay, 12. I mean, it's a dive. It's not a great dive, but you actually managed to like get in the water. It's probably you end up like feet first. Like you're more just like, yeah. and then in. And then Quill is the only one left on deck. Well, I guess like being Aracocra, I am happy to just be in Aracocra nude. Okay. Where like just no clothes, right? Okay, yeah, you can do. Because you you're I a keep, feathery boy. Yeah, I'm a feathery yeah. boy, so I'm covering all my. So you can keep your satchel and stuff, but you can take <laughs> off all your robes and stuff. I'll keep, uh, I keep my satchel, okay. and uh, I, I didn't roll too well. I got an eight, so I guess I like sort of turn onto Top the ladder, <laughs> and I sort of slowly try and move down the ladder. <laughs> but then a wet run, I yeah. slip on that and just fall into. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're kind of like kicking around. Yeah. Classic um, bird, like just making a yeah, mess. Like, <laughs> bird swimming is not the most elegant yeah. thing in the world. I've done like, it once. Before, I'd like to think that Ayla came well. back to the surface to watch the rest of them do this. Yeah, you and Erin are both <laughs> watching like, them. Like top marks, bird. <laughs> top marks. <laughs> oh, the, the Ganesi did all right though. Yeah, that was, she did that good. Was a, I'm impressed. Quite a good dive. Ah, um, Century. Just as a point, whilst you are a guardian, you have metal parts. Yeah. You are also made of wood, which is buoyant, so like you're not just like sinking, but it's more the heavy <laughs> armor and the shield and like the weapons yeah. is actually what's weighing you down more. Yeah. But you're also very strong, so you're like still keeping you know your head above the water when you want. Just just so you don't think that like like Metal Mario you sink to the bottom. <laughs> you know. You are you can swim. Um, also, do you want to add a short sword to your equipment and equip oh, yeah, that let's, rather let's than your battle quick, yeah. yeah, so just go into equipment, add a short sword and yeah. equip that. Cool. Um, cool. All right. Um, <laughs> if you make your way... Um, what you, our, how do we work out our swim speed, by the way, if we don't... It's half your movement speed. I see, okay. Yeah. But because you're not under threat, you basically can just move at a regular pace. Sure. Um, and I'm guessing Aaron and Ayla will probably scout ahead a little bit. Sure. So you guys swim ahead and then occasionally come back Still to on the surface. Others. You are... Well, no. Aaron just starts swimming underwater can we straight speak away. to each other? We've got you, you can... So you can speak to each other telepathically. If you want to speak to Erin, you just have to get close because you can still, you can breathe. So it's actually, as soon as you stop going under the water, it's strange. Like, you, reflexively, you're holding your breath. But then you kind of, as your breath is getting desperate and you realize you need to breathe, you just inhale, like, by natural reflex. And the magic, it's just like, it's like breathing very thick air. Like, you can almost, like, it's like... You're like almost swallowing you breathing air. in air. Yeah, and you're water, like so. you're like breathing in the water, but it's oh, that's weird. And it's the magic is filtering the oxygen. This is like, like when you when there. you watch something that's underwater for ages, and you get like yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> but it takes you like the first like twenty minutes of the swimming down is just you getting used to this idea that you can just breathe normally and you can speak. That's messed up. But the air is obviously it's like distorted, and if they're too far away, they just don't hear it. So you have to get close to the person you want to speak to. You normally need to be within about ten to fifteen feet for them to actually fully hear your, what you're saying. Otherwise, it's just. <laughs> And then just bubbles away. I'm swimming by constantly casting gust, by the way. Casting gust. So you're gust. just kind of like propelling yourself <laughs> like a little jet boat? <laughs> I'm like facing backwards. <laughs> like a scallop. Gust. Gust. <laughs> okay, sure. That's incredibly it's slow. Backstroke. It gives me 15 feet. <laughs> like, so what? It pushes 15? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it pushes okay. 15. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much your oh, no, speed then. Five. Five feet. But with your movement speed, yeah, you can basically propel it yourself. Helps. Yeah. Yeah, gust is only a canter. I just imagine you're like doing backstroke. Yeah. Like, but I'm just gusting the air. The water here is surprisingly warm. Ooh, it's nice. very temperate. This feels like almost like Caribbean, Mediterranean. Um, you, you are at the equator. You're at the center of Erois, effectively. Also, I peed. It's very <laughs> warm. 
Um, and as you begin That's to go deeper, obvious. the afternoon sun is reflecting through the top of the waves, and you have this constant swell and surge of water all around you, and you occasionally feel like a very gentle current. The currents here aren't very strong, um, but as you begin to sink lower and lower, you begin to see schools of brightly colored fish, uh, turtles swim by in the distance, um, and you begin sinking lower and lower and lower as the waves and the light begins to get dimmer and dimmer as you descend Everyone pop, further. equalize, equalize. <laughs> but as you reach pop is, damn it. down, you begin to see in the distance great coral formations, like underwater mountains, these huge spires of bright purple, dark blue, deep red, Formations like brightly colored mountains scatter the landscape. Um, great clumps of ferns and seaweed attached to them like small forests that gently drift and sway in these gentle currents beneath the waves as this pleasant warm water surrounds you. It's not long, about an hour, hour and a half, um, swimming deep down and you think maybe east or west, um, east, sorry, um, when you begin to see the outskirts of a village. Um, the houses are constructed, they're like hollowed out coral formations um, or large seashells, like from some enormous beast um, that have been hollowed and carved out. Um, you can see that they've been decorated with, with uh, bioluminescence sort of like paint that's been kind of painted on the side of it. Bioluminescent Bioluminescent algae as a diversion. Alright. But yeah, you begin to see these, and and almost like little farms. Like there's embedded into the sand at the bottom, you can see like these big strips of seaweed, like wheat, and these giant farms Mm. that have been collected. You see like nets, like three dimensional farms. Rather than having like a pen in fences, there's nets coalesced into into like a sphere. And there are fish caught in the inside, like a little uh, farm. Cool. But you don't see any people. You don't see any tritons. And the water begins to turn a little colder. And the silence begins to grip you. As that surging, that constant swell of water, and just the sound of your teammates swimming around you is really the only thing you can hear as the water just surges around. If you guys want to place your miniatures all at the end sure. uh, of the battle map, and then this is Eren, the Triton. Oh, cool. cool. Do we have to worry about the bends? Wow. No, not for now. That's cool. Um, you can see that there are these large rock formations. There are plants. Um, some of them on the seabed, you can see that there are broken ruins, pieces of stone walls, ancient looking, covered in seaweed and ferns and bright flowers. Um, Some of the plants have these long barbed tendrils, um, these large open kind of like leaves, like giant sort of like mouths almost that loom up um, begin gently swifting and swaying. Um, And you see uh, that just in the distance, perhaps about, you know, sort of 80, 90, 100 feet ahead of you, you begin to see these houses embedded into the coral. For the purposes of the battle map, any of these kind of like worked stone walls are actually the coral houses. Um, you can actually see them. They don't have doors, but they have holes, which are the windows. Okay. Um, and yeah, they're built into coral formations themselves. And then you can see that there are various rocks and there are various kind of like plants all swimming around. Um, yeah, and that's what you you see when you initially enter the area. Um, 
We're not going to roll initiative, but I want you guys to just track your turns and your movement. So, like, let everybody move or decide what they're doing. Okay. We're not in initiative, but it's just more, like, your movement and what you're doing. Um, just let's keep a track of that as you explore this settlement, basically. Erin okay. um, leads the way. And she kind of like points, she swims closer to you and through the kind of distended water you hear her just say like, well this is, this is the coral twilights but things don't look good. There's, they, we should have been met by guards, there should have been people out on those farms. I've not seen anything, I've not even seen traces of bodies. We should be careful, we should be really careful. Okay. How, um, how bright is... So, um, it is dim light. You can see the vague outlines of everything, but detail you will need a light source for. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, torches and things will not work down here. Sure. You will need magical light. Uh, um, dancing lights. Dancing lights is absolutely perfect. Even better. Evocation, cantrip, light. Yep. <laughs> you can just summon light and it will project around you. Cool. Um, the light does dis- you know, refract and you know, warp some things, but yeah. Can I ask the <clears throat> Baroness, mm-hmm. um, is, is there anything here that is useful? Is this, is this village known for anything? Is there a resource or magical artifacts? Or would there be a reason that it this was, village... I mean, the reason the reason the village was placed here was uh, basically because it's quite quiet. The, the temperature's quite warm. Most people that came to live here were farmers, people that wanted to get away from the larger settlements, people that wanted a, piece, a quiet life, you know? But there is the ravine nearby, the cold light depths. Now we've known that there have been Sahorgan in that ravine for a long time, but they were a small force. They were pretty malnourished. They didn't have a lot of equipment. Um, so King, King Tidesilver did establish a small garrison here. We sent most, some of our elite troops, um, basically soldiers who wanted to, uh, you know, not retire, but they were well-trained and we wanted to give them a bit of a, you know, play, a relaxing place for the last few years. Um, and they've been keeping things under control up until now. So, um, but in terms of there's not there's not a mine or anything like most. This is just a, a quiet little place, almost a place for people to raise families. Before Yamalotai, would this be the place they'd attack first? It is the closest settlement to the depths, yes. But there should have at least been a battle here. The the warriors should have at least fought back. I don't think we'll see anything. We'll need to move closer in, um, maybe explore, maybe. Investigate some of the houses, see what happened. Okay. Uh, would you suggest we use lights to guide our way, or would that lead them to us? If there's anybody here, then yes, obviously lights will give us away under the water. Um, so Horgan can see in the dark, so they don't need lights really. In which um, case, we need light. Either way. Yeah. To yep. balance the odds. Mm-hmm. And stay close. All right. Yep. And um, she will just, she'll swim um, about, she'll go through that little rock formation, like the little corridor there, and she'll swim 30 feet towards the village. Cool, so she goes quite a way in. Yeah. Uh, yes, we'll catch up. <laughs> Slowly. Um, well, Ayla can go at her normal speed. <laughs> well, my normal speed's 45, so. Oh, okay, so you're going to just go 30, okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll cast light. I guess can I cast it on like the Hesper charm yeah. that I've got? Yeah, you can cast it on an object. Um, so I'll cast it on that and then move slowly forwards, five, ten, fifteen. Okay. Yeah, I'll um, move in line with Quill. Okay. I'll move forward fifteen as well. Okay. Fifteen for me. So you guys are all sticking together, and then Ayla and Erin are basically cast, um, dancing lights, but keep it on one person each. So you just so keep one above each of you. Quill okay. doesn't need one. With the dancing lights and the light, you've got plenty. Basically. Actually, sorry, can I cast it on Sentry's shield instead? Sure. 
Yeah. Like, Sentry Shield is technically softly glowing anyway. Yeah. It's not bright light though. Yeah. Light gives like a 30 foot radius I of mean, bright she's light. She's the front line at the moment. It makes sense that she has the light. You also me. don't have any clothes okay. on. I've got my Hesper. Let's go to Holy Symbol. Yeah. Um, what's your passive okay. perception, Ayla? Mm, 14. Okay. Never mind. Um, Ayla, actually, one thing you would notice, Ayla, as you get closer, you see, um, you do, you see a creature in front of you and Aaron. Um, you see an amorphous blob of viscous-looking liquid with these long tendrils, and every now and then, a little bit of charge runs up and down its body, like a little crackle of lightning, kind of echoes up and down its body. It's a jellyfish. Yeah. Oh. Erin uh, kind of gestures you away, like um, you don't want to get too close to to Storm Cloud. They'll they'll zap you if you get too close. Uh, if you get get within if five feet of it or so, it'll zap you. So cool. she like gestures for you to swim around okay. her, um, and then she's going to wait for the rest to catch up before she heads in any further. Cool. Um, yeah, all in you guys can take some time like it's just like track like you know how long you're taking because don't forget you can dash as well yeah. so as long as you don't take any other actions you can swim 30 feet and I guess I'm also just I guess looking around as well so yeah like looking around well unless yeah. you want to go another way yeah do you want to go around the other way? side or do you want to swim through that little crevice uh, don't forget it's also 3D you can swim over stuff as well but just remember uh, it's 5 feet up and over okay. yeah, I guess remember gonna... it's a 3D space so you can go up or and do you down go? sure like, up. Just up on the top there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's real slimy. Yeah. Slimy rock. Yeah, we're not too Where do you far behind Ayla, at least. I'll just go through the crevice following Sentry. Through the crevice? Through the crevice? So I'll the back. Okay. You I'm, just, I'm gonna back. basically stay behind Sentry, like, at all times. She's also got the light as well, okay. just in case. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you guys begin making your way through. Um, again, you don't notice anything. Erin uh, waits for you guys all to, to swim up. You begin to see, with the light, you begin to see that there are marks in the ground. Um, Looks like big heavy drag marks maybe, but also you begin to see that there are like chips of metal, broken ends of like a spear half buried in the sand. There are signs of activity, but there's no blood or bodies that you can see. Um, can we do a perception check? Like, yeah, you can make a perception check, yeah. I mean, I'm tracking your pa- passive perceptions. Um, but right now you're still up. quite far away from the from the village. Can yeah. I, I see well how many of those kind of drag marks Slides. there are? From back here, like maybe one or two. Um, but they kind of lead into the village. Um, what way do they look like they're being They've dragged? been dragged from those outer farms that you passed on your way yeah. in. They've they look like they've been dragged towards the village. Okay. Hmm. Uh, 16? 16 perception. I got 18, so less than my past. 18 perception, still good. Uh, right. Okay, looking. so, yeah, Quill, just on the cusp of that 18. So, just so I'm sure, if I roll perception and it's less than my passive... So the difference is, yeah, so the difference is, is that your passive is something I will track, so, but there'll be, like, limits to it, right? right. So in this case, and I'll explain why, if you'd gotten closer to the village, I would have just told you with your passive. Right. Because you are now, you're further out, but you're actively, like, listening and, like, searching for stuff. Sure, okay. I'm going to give you the same information, right? Okay. So it's the kind of passive is, like, you'll just get it regardless. Yeah. But if you actively choose to make a check, you might get information earlier than what I would have given it to you I before. See. Right? Sure, that makes sense. So in this case, as you are, you're listening and you're looking around for, for any signs of something, and Quill, with your super keen eyesight... At the very back, 
in this area, you you see like little pulses of light maybe coming from the coral houses and the formations. You can also see what in the kind of men's central area floating limbs like Oh. Um, oh god. Uh, no blood, but definitely limbs. You can also see that some of those limbs, like tiny schools of fish, are feeding on them, like nibbling and biting oh. away. Um, and you think, strain your ears. And Nova, you pick up on this hearing wise as well. This whole area, this whole time you've been swimming, there's been so little sound because you just have this swell, this churn of the ocean. Now you get closer to the center of this village. And you're not, you're certain that it's not a real scream, but there's like a haunting cries and screams, like echoes, like ghostly voices calling out. Is, is it similar to like the ghost voices we heard in the, at the depths of the night eyes? Like, you don't know what it is, yeah. but whatever happened here, it's left a dark taint on this place. And now you begin to notice that apart from those jellyfish and these schools of fish feeding on these limbs, there's no other signs of life. There's no other fish. There's no other shellfish. There's no crustaceans. Like, this place is devoid of all life. Um, and you begin to see more and more, like, signs of broken weapons and... Um, you know, things like where the coral has been broken, where it's been cut, or it's been, like, scraped and clawed and ripped apart. Um, something very bad happened here. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'll communicate. Okay. Like, there's potentially people at the back there and all the limbs and okay. stuff. Do the, do the claw marks look like, you know, triton fingers desperately gripping on while they've been dragged away or is it the sign of a larger creature? Some of them look like pieces like it's it doesn't look like like finger marks but it looks like people have grabbed and then it's like the coral's broken off. But then there are also points that just look like these very large, like larger than normal sized claws have like raked it. Um there's something very big here, if yeah. it's still here. A quill? Mm-hmm. Uh your your eye, has that recharged? Can can you see? Good question. Has it uh, recharged? It was three or four days since we left. I think I asked this last time and it was... I think it's something where you're going to need to keep a track on it because I can't remember exactly when you last used it. Um, last you had, used it in, you had like two, three days on the ship from Gusthaven to Yamalotai. Yeah, well, I last used it in the cell and apparently we spent like seven days or so sorting out the library stuff in the ship as well. Before you did spend some left. time there, so yeah, probably. In that case, yeah, sure. So roll your um, d3. D3. Three. three, so, so two. two charges back. Neato, okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it worth seeing what happened here? I could find out. Um, it, would it Remember, be? you need to be in the location, so if you want the village, you'll need to be closer. You're still on the outskirts at this point. You're kind of on these kind of like plants and rock formations. I could, if we get closer, I can find out what happened in the middle there, but I could also ask about these bigger rips in the earth to find out actually what caused that. But Yeah, well, would that's what I mean, because if, if you asked what happened here, surely you would see what is making the big, the big scares. Yeah, I mean, okay, uh, in that case... You may also see it if you get close enough anyway, so be careful. True. Uh, in that Do case, you want to use it? 
I mean, I, yeah, I'll find like one of the. Erin is is going to start swimming like closer, but slowly. She's only going to go fifteen feet. She'll go around the jellyfish, so she, yeah, she doesn't get too close to it. Right. Stay um, out of five foot range. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I feel like I know what's going to happen here. Uh, oh, gonna... also, it's quite dark down here. There is a there is a blue glow near Quill and Ayla as a little goblin <laughs> made from translucent energy oh, yay. phases into existence. <laughs> I guess he, he's not swimming, is he? He's not swimming, he's a ghost! <laughs> so you just this like, now that it's darker and you're out of the sunlight, this like... <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> he's, like, he's like floating around like... <laughs> Smith. Swim, speak. Okay, I don't know. He like half doggy paddles, but he Aww. isn't really. That could be that game, actually. I won't mm. do what I was going to do. I'm going to find yep. one of the biggest, like, massive claw marks. Yeah. And I'm just going to ask, uh, I guess, what caused this. Okay. So what one of the claws, Are not the pieces are broken off. Yeah, this, this area around here. There's a massive, a, yeah, massive yeah, tear. In yeah, there. this little kind of like, um, like little kind of half cave. Yeah, so you find like the claw marks. Um, you the feel once again <laughs> the familiar foggy vision of the eye of the storm clouds your your sight um, and begins rushing for a moment, like kind of almost speeding through fog at a great speed. And then you see a vision, and this time for once, actually, you're still in the same space you were. You're not in a different place this time. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you've used this before, you've gone to different places. This time you stay and you're almost still there yourself. And you see a large, blue-skinned, shark-like in its appearance, with a great hinged jaw, um, creature with like a long eel-like tail and fins um, dragging a triton woman um, by her hair um, and she's kicking and screaming she's bleeding profusely from cuts um, and he just grips onto the coral and yanks like back as he like throws her behind him um, into the waiting arms of more of these creatures oh. and you see a Sahagan priestess just gesturing uh, for the, the woman to be brought to her. Um, the woman tries to fight back and one of these large creatures just skewers her with a large spear. Um, and she's just like... And the blood begins pooling out and spilling into the water, clouding the area in front of her red. Um, and then the Sahagan priestess just is like... She's speaking a language you don't understand. Mm -hmm. um, and she begins like just stroking the face and just nods, and then begins pulling her back towards the village. Okay, uh, so there's... And then your vision snaps back. Massively bejeweled priestess, perhaps? No, no, she looks similar to the ones that you fought, you've seen before. Oh, okay. Um, um, so while Quill is doing that, what is the rest of everyone else doing? I mean, Kim's having a freak out here. Yeah. yeah. Like, freaking out. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Can I ask Helios how he's doing? Welcome to Helios. Yeah. You're right, mate. How's it going? He's like, I'm fine. A cat underwater. I have no. I do not sense the the difference in environment as you do. Good to know. Good, good, good to know, buddy. I'm just gonna follow. Okay. Aaron. 
as she's going. Yeah. Okay. So um, is she moving. Yeah, she'll or? move quiet. And I think she's a trained. She's somewhat of a trained soldier, so she's gonna start moving quieter. So she's kind of stealthing underwater, but like keeping low to the ground and trying to minimize her movements. So she kind of like, and you can see that underwater between her hands, like this webbing has appeared, like that wasn't there before. This kind of like webbing has grown, and she just kind of like one swift push, and she lets that like the drift of like the current propel her to a rock and then she holds there for a moment. So she's gonna try and stealth for a, a little bit. Um, and she rolls well. Ish. She doesn't have any training in stealth, so 15. Um, yeah, and she's basically, she slides over towards this rock here, basically. Pretty good. Uh, so she's not near like the, the, where I saw the uh, limbs and bits. That's she's getting closer to it, yeah. Right, okay. okay. Um, I guess everyone else needs to take a turn first. Yeah. I'd pro- I would stay behind the side quill while he's tripping. I guess it's readily obvious when I'm... Um, not to the others, actually, no. I mean, oh. you just go... You, it, it's six seconds. It's like you see all of this in the time it takes for six seconds to pass in the real world. Sure. Um, so it's like you have a brief moment and then you're back in back into it. But enough for everyone else to do whatever actions they need to do. Anyway. Yeah, like one turn of actions, yeah. Just following sentry. Yeah, what do you guys move? Are you guys going to move up? Um, I'm going to follow... Erin? Seeing what sh- that she's stealthing more, I'm going to stealth. Okay. Rolling. Cool. Rolls a 17. Okay. Stealth. Good night. Kind of go over to this. Mm-hmm. You can see there's this, like, thick seaweed-like fern with these... You know, great kind of tendrils of seaweed that begins drifting out. Um, cool, cool. I probably let the other other guys know that you've that you've now started sneaking. Ayla started sneaking, so now we should probably start doing the same. So okay. we'll try and stealth forward a little yep. bit. Remember, you have disadvantage sentry. Yeah, so fifteen. Just forward, straight forward. Uh, like hug the edge of the yeah. cave bit. Don't forget, if you go. don't do anything else, you can dash. So you can actually go thirty underwater. Okay. Yeah, like there. It's cool. There? Yeah. Yep. Let everyone else That was catch 10 up. feet. Do you want to go Yeah, that's this. Uh, one more, yeah, maybe. Here? Okay. Cool. Yeah. So you're actually not too far away from the rock that everyone else is at. No. Where do you want to go? Nova Fell. Follow Sentry. Uh, I want to stay next to Quill. Where do you want to go? I'm staying because I'm still he's tripping. at thing. Okay. I mean, it's only Where do you want to go? So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll start heading out. I'm also going to try and drift above the floor. Okay. Because touching the floor would like billow up loads of uh, sand and dust. Sand? Yeah, if you're not, if you're not like Erin, Erin knows what she's doing. So she does this one swift burst and then lets the current drift to the rest of the way. If you were swimming normally, you'd be kicking up loads of dust. So, so if you want to, you want to swim up slightly higher, so you slightly can get Lucius higher. up higher. Cool. Nice. Um, okay. I guess once I'm out of it, I'll say what I saw to everyone with the messenger rings. I can't communicate that yep. to yep. Aaron. But you but... can communicate on the messenger rings. Um, the jellyfish kind of just begins drifting closer towards... Like a jelly bubble. Yeah, Erin yep. um, and Ayla, mm-hmm. as you begin getting closer, you can see that from the far building into the coral, this one back here, you see flashes of dark purple, this kind of faint pulse of purple magic glowing through the holes of the coral house. Um, like this kind of like of purple energy. Mm. 
I will say that to in the messenger thing mm-hmm. to the other guys. Erin just kind of gestures and points at that um, and basically starts pulling out her trident at the ready. Yep. Okay. I'll have my hammer ready to go. I'm guessing I didn't see glowy purple lights in the vision at all. You didn't. Can I... Quill, mm-hmm. the, the priestess, was she wearing any any jewellery or anything that looked like... Remember when we saw the, the girls that worshipped Zarkira and they had amulets? In fact, as Nova mentions it, she was clutching a staff that had that emblem at the top of it. It looked like the staff was maybe made from like a broken piece of metal and then the emblem has been attached to it with like underwater twine and stuff like that, like a, a, a made, crudely made staff, but it had Zarkira's emblem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we're looking at sacrifices for power. I think it's the same thing as before, yeah. Okay. Um, um, Ayla and Erin, there is a disturbance in the water and like a, a pulse of, of water, like power just kind of <laughs> out from that house. Pulse of magic, pulse of magic. Any ideas? People, do I notice anything else happening after that pulse of magic? For the moment, it just kind of like, and then, I mean, maybe at this distance, like you can begin to hear a faint muttering hissing, kind of like, just barely kind of audible on the waves. Uh, I, I think chances are they sacrificed the Tritons to, to, to power the, the spell for Zarkira. Uh, oh, like, remember when we were in the, the girls in the village and that they were doing the same, but we interrupted it? Bad, 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 bad. Can I just drift around mm-hmm. next to Erin and tell her, say to her, hmm? do you know if, like, whispering, yeah. but do you know of any sacrifice rituals that they might have, that Sahagan might have? She kind of shakes her head like, oh, this is the first time they've really been using magic when they attacked Yamalotai. They've always just been like beasts, almost like just slightly smarter than sharks. They've definitely, they've got more intelligent. I've never heard of sacrifices. I mean, maybe they would, I can imagine them taking my people to eat, but nothing else. Um, we should be careful, something's definitely wrong here. I can sense it in the water. Um, and she's going to begin just kind of like drifting off, like, Major, bring your other friends up, and then she's going to drift away. Everybody come closer, please. So you're saying we can move 30 if we wanted to? If you yeah, if you want to just dash, yeah, basically. Cool, I will catch up to Sentry and yeah. go to the side of her, I guess. Okay. I guess you are losing. Okay. Lucius? Lucius. Yeah, it's the jellyfish, why don't you? He's going to... On the other side of you. Um, go over the... Five, ten, fifteen, so there. Yep, but you're flying but above still the above. Yep. And I'm not gonna dash already a chromatic orb. Okay. For if anything comes out of that that looks really nasty and wants out of to here? attack us, I will fire an acid chromatic orb at it. Okay. Um you guys weren't how how stealthy were you guys moving or did you move stealthily? Oh uh, uh, I dashed, oh so I mean I don't know if I can I dash. Did by a normal. You can. Um disadvantage. Sure. All of us. Cool. If you're trying to move stealthy, then yeah, I'll let you say that if you want. Oh, roll at disadvantage. You're a, yeah, disadvantage if, yeah. if you dashed. Yes. Oh. Ten. Ten. I'm probably not going to dash. Okay. So I, then just I make it normally. Back? 
So you go five feet back. Yeah, you can go back. I got a nat 20 on the first Ooh. one and a seven on the second. <laughs> Damn. Eleven. Okay. Uh, Fifteen for me. As more of you begin kind of swimming up, yeah. not as quietly as Ayla and Erin have been, um, yeah, you begin to like kick up. And as Lucius kind of passes over the jellyfish, there is this kind of like spark as it senses something nearby kind of like not enough for it to attack you but it just kind of like pulses with power um sentry like as you kind of swim down this kind of uh just a piece of like rock or coral like donks against the shield like where you've kicked it up and the currents it's like um and just the currents it's almost like a ripple in a pond right the currents as you're swimming change ever so slightly and subtly underneath uh under the water um yeah that's it okay Cheers. <laughs> it all sounds like that travel far as well, underwater. Yeah. Maybe. Um, cool. Cool. Um, basically, I've right-clicked sentry, I've clicked follow. Okay, so you're just going <laughs> to follow as behind. Okay. Yep. Um, I know that reference. <laughs> Four slash. Aaron will follow. Yeah. Slash in quilplers. I just don't come all the way around to here and start hiding around here. Um, oh, so she's like, what, 10 feet from the wall there? Do I see? She's trying to like see inside, basically. Do I see any of the stuff? Yes. As you get closer, uh, you begin to see there are hands, like Triton hands, that have been severed, and they've been like where the breast of the arm was. It's been sort of like just kind of like rotted away. Um, There is also near the other buildings that Lucius and maybe you can see a bit more floating around on the inside of these tiny like razor fish these like big fish with big piranha like mouths and they're eating body parts they're like like having a great time um but more importantly as you get closer to the house on the end ayla you see another of these like pulses of purple magic and then a shape begins to emerge Cool, cool, cool. Mm. You see this kind of... At first, there's almost a, a sense of relief from both you and Erin as you see initially what appears to be like a triton hand. So not clawed, but like a triton slightly webbed hand kind of emerges. Initially. Perhaps a little larger than expected. And then followed behind it is a grotesquely swelled, kind of almost like pumped up arm as this huge arm kind of stretches out. Um, and then another kind of like arm pulls out of the building and it pulls itself shakingly free and then finally she probably would have once been a triton but now her face has been stretched into a wide shark like grin Um, a pair of horns has begun to sprout from her head and curve back and her whole head has been like stretched like it's been elongated and enlarged through magic very rapidly as this giant body begins to basically just pull itself through. I don't know about this one, Mark. Um, And as it kind of... feel pretty sick, Mark. As it kind of pulls itself free, (laughs) it kind of like looms, looks up, and... Uh, it just kind of begins swaying in the water, not seemingly seeing you or Erin as you're kind of like clutched in amongst these like coral and reeds. I will um, telepathically communicate to the other guys what the hell I just saw. I throw up. <laughs> just stays in front of you. Oh. <laughs> Coming behind it, emerging from the building, you see a Sahagan priestess, um, but different to the ones you saw before. 
the ones before you saw were these kind of like almost blue skinned humanoids, but they had these kind of grotesque shark-like appearances, like this rubberized skin, these large mouths filled with teeth and black eyes. The one that emerges looks distinctly more humanoid and more like a triton. Mm. Still big black eyes like a shark's, like but pupils now. Her mouth is still full of razor sharp fangs, but there's almost a delicateness to it as her shape. Her, and you can see her, her body is still reforming. Like you can see that it's kind of shifting to become more of a humanoid shape. Um, where she once had these kind of fat, kind of swollen, thinned legs, they're becoming this long, slender tail, um, like a sea serpent's. Um, as she pulls herself free, though, she, however, with her passive perception, um, absolutely sees you and Erin as she pulls free. A real action. The creature that came out first. If you were going to target a creature, that would have been the first one. Big boy. Yeah. It didn't look like it was going to attack anything because it hadn't seen anyone yet, but you definitely see it. I mean, would you have shot it even if it didn't see it? I guess yeah, you can choose not to take the readied action. So you do. So, well, two things happen at once then. You see Cam conjure this sphere of magic and launch it towards the large bloated creature, but the Sahorgan Priestess just raises her hand and this shriek, this kind of like echolocation, sonar-like screech, like... And the water begins rippling. Um, and as it does, emerging from the other two buildings that you hadn't gone to, you see these two enormous bipedal snake like tail legged um, creatures, the marrow, the blue skin creatures that Quill saw with these large claws. But they also appear to be carrying these large harpoon like spears um, with chains attached to them. They also appear to have scraps of. Court of Shadows armor crudely attached to their bodies. Is that unique to when I last saw them? Yes. Oh. And that, my friends, I think that's initiative. Is initiative. <laughs> okay. I want to go home. Oh well. The big big boy is very slow. That's fine. They're big big boys. So, big boys either side of us. Do I get off this chromatic orb before this initiative? Yeah, this, well, this, yeah, yeah, the chromatic orb is basically at the same time as the other creatures emerge. So you, that's your surprise round, effectively. Sick. Um, let's roll for the mirror. Not much better. Oh, man, okay. Oh, terrible initiative. I don't, know, I don't like the sound of under, underwater combat. Just get the dolphin. I love it. Let's go. I love the idea let's of it. Let's just dolph out of here. Dolph out. Get the dolph out of here. <laughs> dolph dolph off. Go dolph yourself. Hey, good dolph, kiddo. <laughs> Someone interrupt He's me. He's still talking. <laughs> right. dolph. He's still talking. Ayla. 23. Quill. 17. Uh, Nova. 9. Uh, Lucius. 20. Sentry. 12. 9-9! Nine, 9. And then Aaron is at 9 as well. I'm freaking out. Okay. Well... Um, let's just kick this off before we go on break. Uh, With a little round of combat. Ayla. Hello. So, in fact, sorry, let's do the chromatic orb, actually, sorry. Yeah. So, range spell attack uh, is a magic spell, so it does not suffer the uh, penalties. 12. To range. 12 to hit against the big thing yeah. is a hit. Oh! oh. He's wearing one. no armor. You can see that whoever this, this woman once was 
her body has been twisted and ripped apart. Like she's basically naked except for a few scraps covering covering her up. But her body has been distended and I mean she's large. She's big. You can see her muscles bulging with power. Mm. Um, how much how much Tamashio? Eighteen. Plus five uh, dichromancy on the priestess, please. Okay. There's a pendant here that I can use. So, 18, what type of damage? Acid. Acid damage, okay, to that creature. And then how much to the priestess? Five? Five. Okay. So that goes off before anything, and then it goes to A, let's go. And that basically, as the orb hits, that's when the two creatures begin swarming out of the other room. Oh, no. And the Sahorgan's like, and like kind of gestures towards all of you. They look similar, like distorted, horrible. No, these ones look different. These are like blue-skinned, like fishmen. The one in the video. Um, yeah, these are these are marrow. Cool. Okay. Marrow. I'm gonna yeah. swim up to the priestess. Okay. Rage and then hit her. Okay, so bonus action to rage. Let's swim up. Uh, oh my god, natural twenty. Um, Let's just open this up by wiping a boy. Why but a boy? Natural 20, no joke. Are you serious? Wow. Wow. One was cocked and then I got two natural 20s. Nice. Mm. Right. Awesome. Cool. That's a double damage. <laughs> Very good. That's a lot of damage. That's D&D. D- D- so oh. next damage on the first D- one, D- roll a dice. Okay. That's D- I've, never, I've never got a crit with these new rules. So Shit. it's basically max damage on the dice. So what's your so normal 10. damage dice? 10 plus your strength. Or your it's normal five. damage bonus. So 15, 17, 17 with and now just the roll another Tempest, D10. plus the 6 from my aura. Does that, the D6 from my... You can't do your aura because you rage as a bonus action. It's a bonus action to use your aura. D, so fif- 17. Plus another D10. Plus 13 for the first one. Hang on, 17 plus, how can it be 13? It's just the D10. So you do 10 oh, 17 plus, plus 7 six. for your damage. So 23. So, okay, 23. Okay. On the first one. On the first one. The second one is the same. On the second one, it'll be 17 plus 8. Nice. 17 plus 8 is 25. 47 damage. You destroyed it. Oh my god! Yeah, you literally swim up to this, this priestess and she raises her hand like like ready to cast a spell or do something before you can do that you just spin in the water and just <laughs> hammer just cleaves her head just rips the head from her body Jeez. as with all the force that you can muster just and that as the head just comes loose oh, just nice. the creature swing. like near you goes berserk like as soon as the priestess dies, it just begins howling and screaming under the water. And oh. um, it begins tearing at its own flesh. Oh. It goes insane. Cool. God, I imagine it's just like a wake of blood behind yeah, the hammer. Oh, and that's the other thing. As, with all the blood, you notice the giant schools oh, of fish. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that one. <laughs> Can you stop just <laughs> talking ever? Hey, Mark. You can say thanks if you want. No. Aww. <laughs> um, no I'm daddy's boy here. I'm literally gonna like put a gag in Lucius. your mouth for any time that's not your turn. I think people would be more annoyed if I didn't. I'm going to 5, 10, 15 away from those. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, But can I go down behind the jelly boot? It will attack you if you go there. Like yeah, there. You go, do you go there? He's using it as cover. 
I, yeah. I want to like keep a good arc on it. So can I like be as high up as far away before it starts? Where do you want to be? I noticed the buzz when I went up here. Right? Yeah. So I just kind of want to arc there, like there. Well, I mean, just put yourself on the higher up thing, so we know that you're above the water. But yeah. Okay. But I'm kind of like behind the jelly. You're not behind it. You're above it. Well, yeah. I, well, you yeah, said but you're above it. I was trying to be like halfway down as well. Right, you're still above it then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because it's kind of floating all around sure. the bottom bottom level. Sure. So. Whatever. <laughs> you can't get cover from it unless you are next to it. And I'm going to cast Armor of Agathis on myself. Okay. Is that ice? Yeah. It is cold damage. Is, that, is he frozen? I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> no. It's magic. <laughs> magic. magic. I almost said Magic Mike then. It's Magic Mike. What's <laughs> the speed on the little swarms of fish? Swarms of fish. But they go towards blood, don't they? Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Oh man, they just immediately get to oh, the... Oh god. 15, 20, 25. But that guy, has, the, the, the spawn Satan has just ripped their skin open, right? It's torn at its skin, but no blood's come out. Um, but the blood from the priestess is filling the area, and these things are coming towards that and are beginning to feed ravenously on what it can find there. They're not attacking Ayla. Punt her head towards the uh, monster. She's not bleeding. Um, so that's the swarms. Uh, Quill. <laughs> oh, Quill. Um, <laughs> that's you, boy. That's is you. it me? I think Sentry's got 20. No, I've got 12. Oh, yeah. We'll that do this sense. round of combat, then we'll take the break. Uh, man, I'm going to dip... Oh, no, I'm not. Careful with your miniature. Yeah, you're you're right. Right. yeah that, that boy is. In fact, your foot's already. You've, you've got no foot. Don't know how you've done that. There's but no carry. foot on your You are throat. very aggressive with that mini. Yeah. Not that aggressive, but I lost a leg. All right. I mean, you have. So. Um, I literally just watched you squeeze it. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, I'm going to back up a little bit. Uh, and then. It's never come back. 25, 30, 35. So he's in range. Could I. 40 feet? That's not. 5, That's 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, huh. 35, 40. What? Do you want to be within 40? Oh, no, no, no. no. I, oh. I was just seeing if it was in range of a guiding bolt. Yeah. Uh, which I'm going to do. I'm going to okay. guiding bolt him. Okay. Um, although I haven't got recharged spells. Yikes. What? Big oof. Since the last fight. I guess we haven't had a long rest, have you we? haven't? No. No. Well, either way. Uh, I will do a level two guiding bolt on this okay. boy. Uh, so plus seven to hit, boom! On the marrow. On the, yeah, the marrow that was near Lucius. Sixteen? Yeah. We'll call that marrow A. Yeah. Sixteen, hits. Oh. Just. Oh. Blast Five past D6. the remnants of armor around its body. Awesome, 5d6. Uh, That's insane. Six, one, seven. What level is that? Ten, eleven, second level. Second level? 5d6? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Garden bolt's really good. Also 120 feet range. It's actually quite over so for its level. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, that's why I keep telling you. That's why I don't heal you. Um, <laughs> 13 Dimaggios. 13 Radiant. Yeah, and advantage on whoever hits it next. The next, yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, that's just your go, fully done. Uh, I can't do any bonus actions, so I'll, yeah, stay like that. Okay, it would be the Priestess. She's dead. <laughs> Sentry. Um, cool, I think I'm going to channel Divinity. Um, so if I did turn the Faithless, how would that work? How does it work? Tell us. Okay, so as an action you present your holy symbol, each fail fiend within 30 feet of you that you can hear must make a wisdom saving throw. On a fail, the creature is turned for one minute or until it takes damage. Okay, so turning means it becomes frightened of you, basically. It has to move away from you. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, any fiend or fey creatures within 30 feet? Nice. 
<laughs> cool. So I'll do number A, boy. Okay. And I'll marrow A. So marrow A. But you'd have to move. Move forward like one. one there. Yeah. Okay, I can tell you that when you try to channel divinity, this creature is neither fiend nor fey. Okay. So you summon the power of, of uh, Solvin to try and um, push this thing away, to, mm-hmm. to get it out of your sight, but whatever it is, it does not seem to understand the power that you're driving into it, oh. and it does not seem to be affected, Interesting. No problemo, and let's see. So that's your action, and you've used five foot of movement. Yeah. So then I'm going to cast Shield of Faith as a bonus action. Yep. Uh, that's got a 60 feet range on it. Sure. Who do you want to cast it on? I'm going to cast it on uh, Quill. It's plus two AC. Okay. 10 minutes. Plus two AC. Cool. Yeah. Sweet, thank you. Right. just remembered an ability. Something that I should have done earlier. Never mind. Okay. Uh, After Sentry, we go to Nova. Um, can I uh, move so I'm within 30 foot of this boy? Mm-hmm. So, here so how much yeah. movement was that? Because you only got yeah. 15 foot. Oh. Yeah. 5, 10, 15. No. Yeah? You're just... So am I within 30 foot of him? 5, 10, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, just, yeah. Okay. Can I cast a Hexblade Curse on him? Yep. Um, And then I'm just going to go for Eldritch Blast. Bonus action and then Eldritch Blast, yep. Do I get advantage? Advantage from the first one at least. So the first beam. The first beam, yeah. Well, the first that hits? Yes. Well, it's it's multiple attacks with Eldritch Blast, so. Uh, 16. Uh, So 16 plus 7. It's going to hit. It's going to hit. So the first one hits. It's a d10. Seven points of damage. Okay. And then the second That one does not have advantage. Does not have advantage. Ah, plus three damage, because it's uh, plus three damage from my hex blade. Hex curse, yep. So that's ten points to start with. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Thirteen plus seven is twenty. Hits. Boom. Uh, Ten again. Ten points of damage again. Okay. Yeah, that one seems heavily injured now as you blast it with magic from a distance. It kind of like gets slammed in the water as it gets blasted back. Um, Just waiting for them to move, though. Erin's turn. Erin, faced with one of her own people that's obviously the subject of this thing, I'm going to make a wisdom saving throw for her, which she passes. Um, She will basically try and attack uh, this giant thing, basically. Um, She will swim up to it. Um, and begin trying to attack it. And she will cast uh, Booming Blade. Ooh, that She misses. <laughs> two two oh. plus a six. So she goes to thrust, and you feel this kind of like thunderous energy erupt from her trident, but the creature is actually surprisingly swift and like dodges to the side and then begins whipping its head around. Booming Blade um, isn't like a next hit sort of spell, is it? Uh, if, it it's a, if it hits, it deals extra damage, and then if oh, it tried okay. to move, it will do stuff. Um, and then finally we have, and then we'll take a break after I do this, the two marrows are going to go. Uh-oh, this is when they start to tear us to shreds. This one will go. Oh, he's not going to... He's got a harpoon though. Oh yeah. Oh. Yikes. They're doing a pincer attack. So, um, both Marrow, uh, one will target Nova and one will target Quill. Mm-hmm. They hurl these harpoons at you um, to try and basically impale you with the harpoons. Yeah. Uh, this is That's a natural 20 against Nova. I'm going to react to no. protect on Nova. You can. I have disadvantage. It becomes a 19. I oh. just rolled it the second attack. It's not a natural So it's not though. a crit, yeah. but it's still a hit. Quill, a 2. Hey. Son of a biscuit. Um, nice. 
Yeah. I've got the high EC as well, thanks to the Shield of Faith. You do. So, Nova, you're going to take... Do, 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 do. Hellish Rebuke. Wow. Right, you're going to take nine points of piercing damage. All right. Oh, wait. And then can you make a strength check for me, please? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Do I get advantage because of sentry? Nope. You she protected you from the attack. It's not saving through. Oh. It's just a strength contest. Ooh. So you have just been put... Straight up strength through. Strength, just a strength check. D20 plus strength. Eight. Eight. You are pulled 20 feet towards the marrow. Whoa. Five, 10, 15. Right. So he would have been a bit further back. And then he's going to bite you. Chomp, chomp, chomp. That is a hell of a play. Uh, for a 17. Exactly. Oh. For a total of 10 more points of piercing damage as he rams you with a harpoon, yanks you in, and then. <laughs> Can you let me know when you're below half your hit point maximum, please? Uh, yeah, sure. Cool. I'm not there yet, but. No, but anybody, just anybody, let me know when you're below half your hit points. Finally, this yeah, thing is going to turn and it goes for Ayla. It's not going to move out of his reach. It reaches Ayla and then it is going to make a multi attack. It's going to attempt to bite you and claw you. First hit is a 21 with its bite. Oh. Yeah. I'm assuming that's a hit. Yep. And then the second one is a 21 as well. Oh. So you're going to take. What kind of damage is it? Uh, you're going to half all of this, because it's not magical. Uh, so it's six, so half the three for the first attack. And then that is five, half the two. So five you take five damage. total damage. What a little chump. Um, what an ugly, weird little chump. <laughs> I will remember this. Um, and with that, that's a full round of combat. Yeah. And it's break time. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. And then we'll be Crikey. back to finish off this battle Underdussy! Underdussy! Now when it's wetter, it's not much better. Underdussy! <laughs> 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 <laughs>